You're listening to nothing important. Please enjoy the show. you do a lot of uh, perusing on the internet? I would say that I surf that shit like Bethany Hamilton. <laughs> One-handed? <laughs> <laughs> I set him up. You knock him down, right? <laughs> no, we were, we were talking last night when we were, when we were uh, thinking about what to talk about on the show. And I know a big pet peeve of yours is internet comments oh my god yes internet comments just they drive me freaking batty that is the worst thing about the internet i think is that it's literally given anybody a fucking voice and it's a voice that they don't even have to own up to right yeah it's it's the the anonymity the is the the such grand opportunity to be a dick but be anonymous about it right you, you know what you know what actually kind of uh bug, <laughs> bugs me <laughs> is um like you go on youtube comments uh-huh and none of them are constructive at all. It's all, like if you listen to a song, right? Like I like they might be giants, uh-huh. and so like they might be giants will put out like a new song, and so the comments load, and I fucking hate it when it's like just a line from the song. Yeah, like I've seen it where people like quote the whole fucking lyrics from the song right. in the comments of YouTube, and it's really giving people with nothing to contribute like the feeling that they're contributing something. Yeah, like they might be giants. They're gonna look at them and be like, "Wow, those are really good lyrics. We should put them in a song." <laughs> oh, oh shit, that was that was this song, and they just quoted it with yeah. a. And, and, and I, I can see maybe like the person that does it is like doing it for the people that want to know the lyrics. But as the artist, I'd be like, if I wanted you to know the fucking lyrics and be able to read them, I'd put the lyrics up there for you to fucking read them. Put that shit in the liner notes. That's even right. Though nobody does that shit anymore. <laughs> Remember back in the day? Actually, like, comment there. The description page is like liner notes on a lot of things. They'll put the lyrics on there sometimes, or at least a link to the lyrics. Yeah, I, I guess that's you true. Know? Remember though, back in the day, like when people actually bought CDs. Mm-hmm. Like one I of the most the liner notes are the shit, man. Right. But one of the most disappointing things ever is like you were really into a song and you look through the liner notes and there was no fucking lyrics to it. It's just like a <laughs> bunch of production credits on like goofy artist artist pictures. Yeah. That was like the most frustrating things. Yeah, Tool won a Grammy for their album art liner notes or whatever. There's a, a, a there's Grammy actually a liner notes Grammy though, I think. I was gonna say, really? Yeah, I think Tool won like best packaging. <laughs> Because, but, but like you laugh, but it was this cool thing where they had like 3D glasses on the package uh-huh. and all the pictures were in 3D if you looked through the glasses. <laughs> so you can only get that if you buy the album. That's amazing. And they won a Grammy for it. But there's like a liner. There used to be a liner notes Grammy. Like <laughs> the guy like assistant engineer produced by whatever, you know, replicated. I had it. no idea there was a Grammy for that. <laughs> yeah. That's so, that's fucking insane. You know, you know, one that always uh, bugs me and I, it actually bugs a lot of people is, you know, there was never on uh, Nevermind, Nirvana never put the lyrics to Smells Like Teen Spirit. No, because I hate Nirvana. I never bought the album. You don't like Nirvana? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I mean, they're okay. I, I think, I think it's like a classic case of like the, uh, the lead singer died and therefore they're revered more than they. Yeah, um, I mean they have some like kick-ass songs, you know. Like Dave Grohl's obviously gone off to an awesome career. Oh yeah, like they, they, well the they, best musician in Nirvana was Dave Grohl. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. One hundred percent. But um, the the thing is, is like I I mean I enjoy a lot of their music. I want to say I like every song. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just not my thing. Like I said, I have a big problem with I hate my daddy music. Mm-hmm. Like hey, if that if that's your art form out there and you want to send us a song and stuff like that, will not prejudice my decision to put that on the podcast at all. Right. But it's just it's just when I'm driving my car, I I don't want to listen to I hate my daddy music. Right. Right. But hey, that's your thing. More power to you. I do think Kurt Cobain is a genius, though. Why's that? I really do. If if it is true that he said when he was like 14 freaking years old that he's going to grow up, be a rock star, and kill himself when he was out on top, oh, while he was on top and go out in a blaze of glory, mm-hmm. okay, you did it. Yeah, man of yeah. your word, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's almost as impressive as Jim Carrey writing himself a million-dollar check and then date, then cashing it. Like That's awesome. Right. But the fact that he's like Smells Like Teen Spirit was, was meant to be the ultimate pop song. That's what he wanted to do. He's just writing some stupid pop song and then blew up in his face. Right. Because you know? he did. He became a victim of his own success because he didn't want to do that. But if you don't want to do that, then don't write catchy-ass fucking songs. Right. <laughs> you know, so there's a level of, of genius to it, and they get a lot of credit for starting a movement and all that stuff. It's just that I hate on Nirvana because I was a 14-year-old kid that knew how to play all of his songs. Right. You know. Well, that's the first, that's the first fucking thing everybody learns, right? Like you pick mm-hmm. up a guitar, first fucking song everybody does. Yeah, that or like Come As You Are. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Oh, man. But, yeah, internet comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how the hell I got off on that. So, like, uh, anyway. Well, I, I got off on it because people posting the fucking lyrics. And yeah, the, the lyrics and, and the, the fucking lyrics. And and stuff whatever. Like. We went off on a... A mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, jalapeno. Is that what it is? That's what I always thought it said. A I, I bet it says nothing near that. I, no, it <laughs> says a mos- I think it says a mosquito. This is my libido, but I always used to say jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And people would always laugh at me. Right. And I just be like, fuck their mouth. Gotcha. <laughs> well, back back to uh, internet comics. So it basically gives people like anonymity. Mm-hmm. And if they want, they could be a fucking dick, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to thinking is <laughs> like, what about people that like, <laughs> people that comment on porn videos? <laughs> <laughs> Usually like, it's like, who's that girl? <laughs> I, I'm going to start making like in-depth critiques about somebody's acting skills on like Pornhub or something <laughs> like that, or like copy and pasting the transcript and just put it on there. Like I should. Oh, there was oh. actually a porno that I watched one time. I skipped all the sex scenes. That good of a story? Yeah. Shut up. I was so into the freaking movie, dude. <laughs> I swear to God. Like it's, that's when you've watched way too much porn. <laughs> is when you care about the story. Well, I don't know because honestly, it was a better goddamn plot than anything Hollywood puts out. <laughs> you know, it was it was a love story. Oh well, yeah, but yeah, it was just like it was so like I was literally like I, I mean I went back later and watched the sex scenes. Obviously, well, yeah, Jenna I mean, Jameson was in it. You right. know, I'm not gonna pass that up. <laughs> Holy cow, does she look terrible nowadays? Oh, yeah. Way it's too much plastic surgery. Far far away from uh, the back in the day when uh, Sean used to make me go to the porn store and rent Jenna Jameson videos for him to watch. <laughs> this is a roommate. Yeah, roommate Sean. From, oh uh, yeah, I remember him. He Wait a minute. Okay, so he, he used to have you go rent porn for him. Yeah, he'd be like, "What are you what? going out?" You know, he'd be like, "You know, because I, I, you know, went to the porn shop or whatever, and I'd be going out for like cigarettes or something." He'd be like, "Hey, go go get another Jenna Jameson movie or something." You know? like, <laughs> All right, cool. That was like his girl. Yeah. So how did that tra- transaction take place? Like, did you come home and hand him like the big unmarked 
box and yeah i think i just like I'd, I'd come in i'd just like set the box on the table and <laughs> you know Lauren's like, hair <laughs> <laughs> it's like how people it's like people like how people haphazardly just kind of like throw their keys on the counter right like you'd walk in just toss yeah. porn and then by the time you turned around from getting your drink at the refrigerator <laughs> it'd be gone <laughs> it's like bringing takeout home yeah you know? and then mysteriously the next day it's like sitting underneath your keys ready to be taken back you're like a porn courier <laughs> well, I just, I always thought it was funny because we were, what, 18, 19 years old? Yeah. And there's like this stigma about going to the porn shop. And I was always just like, it's a fucking porn shop. Right. Like everybody <laughs> watches fucking porn. Right. So you just walk in. Like, like you're not going to walk in and the the cashier is going to be like, fucking pervert. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> right. You know? And besides, I'm standing there in line with my like Jenna Jameson high quality pursuits professional video uh-huh. and this fucking trashy dude to walk in and with like a, a roll of like quarters for the arcade you know <laughs> and, the, and the cashier's like how many hours this time you know it's like okay i'm not at that level you know? <laughs> <laughs> plus i'm not gonna lie the girl that worked there was fucking hot yeah that's half the reason i went there was uh because like, she was just so she was super hot hot check out of the porn store yeah man of course, I'm never going to hit on her because, you know, she works at a porn store. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you probably got the clap just from handing her money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say she just gets hit on all the time because it's a bunch of perverts. Oh, my like God. That. Okay, so yeah. uh, I was in New York City with, with uh, my wife and our friend Tim. Mm-hmm. And one of the few porn star, uh, porn shops uh, that are still around, like the Times Square area, we went into it because we thought it'd be hilarious. Sometimes it is, and, and sometimes I will go just to read titles. I love fucking porn titles. Really? Oh God! It's like they're like favorite. really bad parodies. Like, like of- you know, titty titty bang bang. <laughs> Glad he ate her is my favorite. Nice. <laughs> so, so we go into this porn shop and uh, it's it's totally uh, Times Square. I don't remember the name of it. Um, we'll say Times Square Porn Shop. Yeah, Times Square Porn Shop. The TSPS. Right? So it's me. Yeah, TSPS. So it's me, our friend Tim, and my wife. We're in New York City just uh, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think Spirit had a cheap flight for like twelve bucks to fly into New York. Spirit is that the one that gives you cookies? No, Spirit doesn't give you shit. Oh, fr- <laughs> Spirit gives Frontier. you nothing. Frontier gives you goddamn warm chocolate chip cookies. Spirit, I love Spirit because like whatever, I like I could sit there for two hours and fly wherever I want to go. Mm-hmm. But um, it is pretty much like if you took a bunch of plastic lawn chairs and like stapled them <laughs> to the floor, <laughs> and you're like, okay, so I got this tube and I got this plywood floor. I'm gonna fucking uh, staple some lawn chairs to that shit and then slingshot it towards new york city it's like they and, took the wright brothers original blueprints right. <laughs> push you off a cliff and shit yeah. it's just like a big fucking rick uh trebuchet it's just like fucking longevity <laughs> so um so i think that's how we ended up there but so we're we're in this place and we're like looking around at like all the sex toys and such mm-hmm. and my wife gets reprimanded for peeping on people who are staring at the who are like Feeding quarters into the little arcade machines. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because they're in there doing their business, right? So we we go into one because like it was like the greatest thing ever. So like if if you don't have a computer, those are totally the places to go for porn because we're like, oh well, no, well now we got to check out the fucking jerk off booth, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which is kind of weird to think that we actually sat in it. So first off, there's three of us, two guys and my wife. <laughs> but so we all like cram in this little booth and we put like money 
in the in the machine and like the shittiest like 1980 crt television like you know like how you you got to adjust the tracking on a vcr <laughs> like that's how the shit came up like a betamax player right exactly <laughs> and so like we're watching and we're like okay well, that, that's kind of funny but then like you could feed in another quarter and it would pop up like another screen so like <laughs> on this like shitty tv there would be like eight fucking screens of all these like different porns that I guess you could sit in this little booth and jack off to. So we start making sex noises like, oh, yeah, like, just, <laughs> you know, my wife's screaming and like me and my buddy Tim are just screaming and we got kicked out for disrupting the customers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can't handle the sounds of deep, deep passion. <laughs> but this is how we get down. Just a, just a quick note about that place and i'll never forget this on our way out because like i said we got kicked out like mm -hmm. it, it wasn't like somebody like it was flat out like hey knock 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 you three gotta go because you're disrupting our customers which is an absolute hilarious thing to begin with but on mm -hmm. the way out they had one wall near the door that was nothing but 1970s karate movies <laughs> so, <laughs> so jerk off arcades sex toys <laughs> porn shit everywhere 1970s karate movies. <laughs> and that that is seriously why New York City is one of the greatest cities in That's the world. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Times Square Porn Store. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, internet comments. <laughs> so, so the anonymity provided by internet comments. Hopefully we're going to get some negative yeah. reviews because I always say, your enterprise is legit when you receive negative reviews. When somebody cares as much, when somebody cares enough about how much they don't like you to tell you how much they don't like you, right? You're a legitimate operation, right? And uh, judging by the way we do this podcast, there should be a lot of people that don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't. Well, we've got one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave and I do a uh, like another podcast based around Better Call Saul called "It's All Good." It's all good, man. And we actually. Uh, we 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 do a lot of uh, participation on that show. We mm. we definitely encourage people to, because our, our thing is, is like we're we're not like the analytical podcast and all that. You know, like we're right. like your buddies on the couch. Like, hey, you watch the show. Let's let's bullshit about it afterwards. And that that's kind of you know yeah. we bring in a lot of uh, participation for the listeners, and it's gone really well. But we got our first uh, our first scathing review yeah our first scathing review <laughs> guy, guy called us morons <laughs> so if you like the, and we're actually going to read it on air on yeah. the it's all good man podcast so uh, if you want to go ahead to it's all good and check that out or you can check it out on itunes and hear this awesome review that uh man. a listener left us and that's how this whole thing came up because for for one the guy opens well he or she mm -hmm. opens up with I want to say these guys are morons, but I won't. You just call this morons. Right. So just fucking say, you guys are morons. Yeah, own it. It's cool. <laughs> Especially since I end every show with call us idiots, we don't care, just call us. You know, mm -hmm. call us idiots, call us geniuses, whatever, just call us. So, yeah, we invite the bad reviews. And then he goes on to say some other stupid shit about how the guy with the deeper voice, blah, blah, blah. That's which, me. You know, he has a name. Mm -hmm. He says his name at the beginning of the show. Right. But I was happy he said the second episode, so he's listened to at least two episodes. Right, yeah. Thanks for listening, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and just the fact that, sign your name, I don't know, that's that's my biggest pet peeve, is when you're, when you're when like, as much as I hate Facebook fights, mm -hmm. your name is attached to every fucking comment you make on Facebook. Right. So you have to take accountability and own what you say. Yeah, just fucking say yeah, it. Yeah, you go to a comment section or whatever, oh, you guys blah, 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 signed 
derpy derpy da. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like I don't know. It just pisses. It, I guess pisses me off or just irritates me. You know, you mm-hmm. got the balls to say something. Just have the balls to attach your name to it. Absolutely. And if you're going to say some really good things, you know, feel free to attach your name to that too, because there's some really goofy comments, <laughs> which is why I, I make the thing like you're not legit until you get a bad comment mm-hmm. because your friends can go on and put up 20 awesome reviews under pseudonyms and shit mm-hmm. and, and build you up. And you, you kind of question it. You're like, I don't know if this is a friend of mine. You know, right. you know, this person could think that we suck, but they're going to say we're awesome because they're our friend. Right. You know, so keep the negative reviews coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's mid-show music break is a band called When People Had Computers out of Cologne, Germany with the song Oh So Yeah. Hit up www.whenpeopleheadcomputers.com for more information and tour dates and stuff.
You're listening to Nothing Important. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the Nothing Important, Someone Important hotline, we have Jim and Aaron of Bald Move. How you doing, guys? Great. Hey, good. Good. Thank you so much for uh, coming on our shitty little show. <laughs> <laughs> We have those, too. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Dave and I, one of the focuses that we always wanted to do with the Nothing Important podcast was we always thought it'd be fun to, like, use it to pretty much talk to people that, that we find interesting and kind of kind of hear their story. And, and people that are that are passionate about what they're doing. Well, yeah, what they're passionate about what they're doing. You know, we've had a bu- we've had so far a bunch of really cool guests, and I really wanted to reach out to you guys because, like, Dave and I, we've been podcasting for, like, three months or some <laughs> shit. Almost half a year. Yeah. <laughs> Half a year, really? Just about. Uh, okay, well, like not that long, right? <laughs> and um, we'd always people be like, "Oh, you got to check out Bald Move." Always got to check out Bald Move. So I did, and man, you guys do a ton of podcasts. How many podcasts do you do? Uh, it varies from from week to week and month to month. But right now, mm-hmm. we're kind of in the prime silly season. We're doing about. Uh, Five shows? Oh my gosh! Wow. But wow. like House of Cards is three podcasts a week. We're we're finishing up its coverage, and uh, well, so right now we're doing Walking Dead, Justified, uh, Better, Call, Better Saul. Call Saul, House of Cards, and two weeks we'll be starting up Game of Thrones. The week after that, we'll be having Mad Men, and then I don't know what the rest of the summer schedule is looking like. But <laughs> yeah, it gets like in the fall and this. It seems like the early winter or late winter it gets crazy. Yeah, that's the time when everybody wants to get their shows out there. You know, winter, sure. winter month when everybody's inside. How sure. how did uh, how did you guys create Bald Move? How how did you actually get into podcasting? Because like I said, this is like a new thing for Dave and I, and we we're just kind of like, oh, well, you know, we have a studio. What the what the <laughs> hell? Why not do this? You know, how, how did you guys come together sure. and decide that you were going to do so many shows, or you you were going to build your following? Almost by accident. Yeah. Uh, we kind of stumbled into it. Do you want to tell the story or? Go for it. Go for it. So we started doing podcasts because my buddy Jim, uh, we are all originally from Indianapolis and he was going to move to Chicago. And, you know, we were sitting around talking in his apartment one night and uh, we were talking, you know, it's like you always have the best intentions of staying together and keeping in touch. But, you know, when one of you moves that far away, it's like you see less and less each other and then the kind of friendships drift. And I know right. that Jim had experimented a couple of years prior with like a just general topic geek podcast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be fun if we just like got around uh, together once a week and did a podcast just kind of as a lark. And we did that and we got about 77 episodes into that and kind of, you know, we started off with just uh you know, headphone mics and everything sounded like shit and we made a bunch <laughs> of mistakes and nobody was listening. <laughs> right. And we bought, we built like a respectable several hundred audience at the end of that. But we're like, you know, we're, it, it might be time to do something else. But before we hung it up, we decided we were going to dip our toe into television podcast waters. We, we decided that, you know, at the time we, Jim had moved back from Chicago and he was living with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we were always talking about Mad Men and Breaking Bad and some of those AMC shows. Like after we'd get done watching, we'd sit on the couch and talk about it. Like we should just do this. Right. And we did, and it, it kind of blew up, and then we decided to do, well, this is fun, let's do Walking Dead. Well, this is fun, let's do Game of Thrones. That's hmm. fun, too. It's a, <laughs> and, and we were doing this as a hobby. Like, we'd pick one show per season to kind of cover, and it kept getting bigger and bigger, and our expenses kind of grew. So then we started doing Amazon Affiliate and you know to cover our expenses, and slowly we started to make money, 
And last year, we made the kind of the bald move <laughs> of uh, you know, quitting our full-time jobs and do podcasts full-time because people seem to say, like, all we want you to do is more. And we were out of free time, so uh, <laughs> we survived last year. Um, you we're looking to, 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 to maybe do a little bit more than just surviving this year, and uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. So you're proving Howard Stern wrong. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, we we we, we just uh, recorded a segment about that. Yeah, actually. we yeah. Um, uh, so um, uh, before you guys were like, I guess, professional podcasters. If you don't mind me asking, what what did you guys do in your personal lives before that? We were both web developers. Yep. Oh, okay. Aaron here was a little uh, higher up in the corporate structure. I think he was a director of IT. Before mm-hmm. he did this, and mm-hmm. I was just a lowly programmer. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's how I start. I've, I've got a I've about a five year career jump on him too. So and an age oh. gap. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's I don't not, feel bad about not that. like I started not like I started working at fourteen. I'm just older than you. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So so you guys you guys quit your quit your full time job because you said hey you know we can really make a run at this like hanging out being friends talking about stuff we're passionate about. How in, how intense was that to make? that call uh, it, it, for me it was scary because I've got a kid and at the time um, I was making some radical decisions I was moving to uh, Cincinnati to be closer to my son mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I was getting very well paid in the uh, IT world and you know I knew that I was going to be taking several times less than what I made then. And, you know, but I'd also been working the last few years to like kind of get debt free and to save up some money mm-hmm. and to kind of get things to where I could make a career jump if I wanted to. I didn't know it'd be podcasting, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we kind of were, I remember this, there's a big debate about whether we should keep on, keep it on through 2014 and then jump in 2015 because we'd both have more money. And we decided, yeah, man, it was getting so hard um, to do the pod, you know, because podcasting, at least the way we do it, is free show about a 10 hour commitment. And already we were doing some that we were doing two podcasts a week. So if you got a 40 to 50 hour job, and mine was kind of tending towards 55 hours, and you got 20 hours on top of that, and then you try to have a family life, it, yeah. was, it was bad news. So it was kind of one of those things where we had done a Kickstarter. To kind of experiment mm-hmm. to see whether you know people would be willing to support us if if we were to give them extra stuff, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like uh, you know because we always felt like it was a loser strategy to just like podcast and get money, yeah. uh, <laughs> and and you know it, it's kind of tough to get consistent advertising. So we went with a, like a listener supported and and uh, our our listeners have been great. They've really been generous as far as supporting us and we try to make them our focus. You know, we try to give the excellent value, uh, in extra things, extra features, more shows right. for, for right. what they do support us. So, yeah, for, for me, it was a little easier just because I don't have the family to deal with. Um, but at the same time, I was taking the same big pay cut. Uh, we've, we've sacrificed a little bit to get this thing off the ground, but ultimately I, I enjoy it so much more that right. it's definitely right. been worth it to me. Yeah, I mean, the way I – at the end of the day, Sundays I used to hate because all day long you're just thinking, oh, God, I got to go into work tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like that. And now it's like uh, – it's almost like they're – the weekend It's not like it's a big deal, but, you know, Sunday night is like, oh, Walking Dead. I get to talk about that, and, you know, it's like I can't wait to see people have to think, and it's completely changed how I approach the work week. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. What, what did your friends and family think when you were like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job 
as a web developer, and I'm going to sit with my buddy, and we're going to talk about TV shows. But, I mean, <laughs> did you catch any flack, or were people wholly supportive? Well, you just had a conversation with your 87-year-old grandfather uh, over the weekend. How did yeah. that go? <laughs> yeah, like trying to explain to, you know, uh, World War II era gentlemen what I do for a living is is hard. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. I said, it's like, you know, he's, he's proud of me, but he doesn't know why. <laughs> um, but... Um, you know, most of my friends, my contemporaries, my coworkers, they'd know that I've been doing this, and I've had a lot of uh, kind of fans that are friends and family members, mm -hmm. and they, you know, the ones that knew me most kind of knew that this was kind of building, and they're like, "Well, good for you." Uh, my dad, I think I scared the shit out of him, <laughs> uh, going from a sure thing where it's financial su su success to something that he doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. um, it was tough, but you know, my girlfriend was super supportive. Um, yeah, I've tried uh, doing a couple other businesses in the past, and they've all failed. Yeah, uh, yeah. and so when I told my dad, he kind of you know gave me the eyebrow and said, "Okay, son, uh, <laughs> do what you're gonna do." Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I like to think that I'm hopefully proving uh, the point here. Sure, <laughs> it's, it, it's still like you know we we actually did not turn a profit last year, but we kind of expected that with our projections going forward. Mm -hmm. um, so we both kind of, you know, he said made sacrifices and kind of threw our life savings into this, but things are really looking good for 2015 to where we can maybe turn that around. So it's like, I hate saying, making it sound like we're out of the woods or like we've <laughs> made it because we're in the process of making mm -hmm. it and everything, you know, so many things could go wrong, but certainly I'm 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 cautiously or even less than cautiously optimistic at this point. Oh well, yeah, if you want to do it, you just got to go for it, right? Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, that's the other thing. The, the the thing that you know we thought about waiting for 2015, but we're like, podcast keeps getting bigger and bigger, and the op and the chance that someone could come around and eat our lunch, and you know, uh, you right. you you, you right. know, like how many? How, damn, how many podcasts are there for Better Call? Saul? Yeah, there's, I think I counted 14 one day. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, we had you know, the, good, the good fortune of when we started Breaking Good, uh, the Breaking Bad podcast, there was only one other kind of pro, you know, fan podcast and the right, official one. Right. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, mm -hmm. if Breaking Bad were, I mean, by the time Breaking Bad ended, there was like 30 podcasts. Game of Thrones got like 50 podcasts. So right. I think we made the right call that mm -hmm. it, the, a year later, it might have been a much harder to to make that full-time jump. Right, right. Well, good. Yeah. The, well, part of the big deal is, too, is because like I said, Dave and I, we... We just kind of started doing this, and we did the Better Call Saul thing because I was on vacation, and while I was driving, talking to him on the phone, I'm like, well, that's something that's new. Maybe we we can jump in on that, and uh, for some reason, even with our uh, speculation podcast, like we did like three or four of them before the series actually started, and uh, we, we were kind of happy with that. We're like, holy shit, I can't believe people actually care what we have to say or what we think might happen in this show that hasn't even aired five minutes of it yet. <laughs> and then uh, we, uh, my first exposure to uh, Bald Move was... You guys cropped up out of out of nowhere. I hadn't seen you before, and because me and Dave were like new to this, so we're like, "Oh, look at that! We're like number forty on like the top <laughs> yeah. three hundred TV and film bullshit." And you guys were like, "Bam!" right to the top, and we're like, "Wow, <laughs> how the hell do those guys do that?" So, <laughs> well, that's that's what five years will do for yeah, a podcast. Right. So. And, and our fans are just really excellent in supporting us. Yeah. And you know, you guys picked a great show because um, yeah, we picked a yeah, good show. You too. never know what's going to happen with the season one of a show, but Better Call Saul seems like it's just a hit right out of the gate, both in terms right. of viewership and even podcasting. Like it's a solid hit for us for, from that standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we and like we just got another. You know, we I look at the bad reviews <laughs> and just the. The expectations of what people want—it's like you know they they want so much detail, and everybody's so into the show, which 
Breaking Bad set the precedent, so we kind of knew that was going to happen with Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. and that's just more enticing for podcasts, because I saw like a Supergirl podcast coming out, I was like, I haven't even heard of the show. Right, yeah. You know. <laughs> In fact, I didn't even know that was a TV show coming yeah. out until you just said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just... we. We, we honestly picked It's All Good Man because we love Breaking Bad so much. I was in the middle of Breaking Bad when the idea came up, so I was super excited about it. Yeah, Dave had to binge watch like three yeah. seasons like in two weeks. <laughs> then, yeah, the highest rated network premiere and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Well, I, I congratulate you guys on your success. Like I said, a lot of people like tell us about Bald Move, and I was like, I got to talk to these guys. And I think I had a couple email interactions with you guys before that, just asking basic questions. So I just want to, one, publicly thank you for any information you've given us. Uh, and also, um, I, I think Dave and I would both be – both agree that, you know, it's kind of like an honor for us when people compare us to you guys. Cause I, I see you guys as like, kind of like the big dogs and the, and the more and more I learn about you and, and, and see what you guys are actually passionate about. I, I just think it's like a great little community. And I, I'm really uh, thankful that you decided to come and talk with us today on nothing important. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. No, thanks. Thanks to you guys. Um, you know, we have had a lot of help along the way and a lot of luck. And, you know, as a lot of our, our listeners and other podcasters know, we, we like to pay that forward. You know, if uh, we, we try to, I, I'm, I'm very active in several podcaster groups and I try to give people technical and other advice uh, for what, you know, I don't think there's anyone as experts at podcasting, um, right. but you know, you, whatever practical experience you try to share with other people. And it is a big podcasting seemed to be a fairly fun community and it's not like full of assholes or super competitive people. I mean, don't get me wrong. We want to destroy all of our competition. You include, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, you know, you don't have to be jerks about it. <laughs> yeah. Right, I, so. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I always get a little uneasy when people say, uh, you know, you're the guys that we want to emulate. I don't I don't feel like I've earned that yet. But, but at got, the same time, I do. I, I thank you for having us on and for saying what you've said. And we've so. got our idols. Like, you know, we've tried oh, yeah. to follow the approach of, you know, like Alan Seppenwall is my big critical idol. But I really admire the guys that run Penny Arcade for being a fan first. And I think they do things kind of right. And I know you're a big admirer and I am, too, the giant bomb guys. So yeah. mm-hmm. you, you kind of everyone stands on the shoulders of giants. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that have not maybe done this exact thing. But I think there is a, a model and, and, you know, making something fun and, and, like you said, putting passion into it and really including the fans. Uh, and then you need some luck and some other things. But uh, it, it's definitely we've learned a lot from guys that have been doing this uh, for a long time. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to talk to, to others and help anybody out that we, any way we can. Well, before I let you go, I just have a, a couple. Well, so that's, that's one thing about like us is uh, our biggest inspiration are that we draw from is uh is being in chicago we're one of the largest drive time radio markets so sure so you know those djs are excellent and we do a lot of commuting so that's kind of all we have to draw for them is the actual like the content i guess that comes out of the mm-hmm. broadcasting but all the behind the scenes stuff of the podcasting is what we're so brand new to so it's cool that you guys are yeah. you know, taking the time to talk to us and yeah absolutely so uh, a couple questions before i let you go what what's uh what's next for bald move do you have any other shows that you're looking at to do and what, what's the next big step for bald move uh, I mean, the next thing that's coming up is uh, return to Game of Thrones and Mad Men season. Uh, Final season of Mad Men. That's Excited. kind of the thing that's going on in our heads right now, uh, how we're going to approach that. Uh, as far as new shows, we made a huge mistake last year and overcommitted. Oh, uh, yeah. So we tend to not promise shows until we know when they're actually going to air. Yeah. So it's really tough yeah. to say on that. That's how we got in this kind of death march here is that we're like, yeah, we'll do it. We're full time. So yeah, we'll do this. And yeah, we'll do that. And yeah, why not? Um, so... 
the, the big thing that we've done, we just recently unveiled um, uh, the Club Bald Move at club.baldmove.com mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you know listeners can directly support us and also get free premium features. Well, not free. I mean, they're they're supporting us, right. but like video right. podcast, video f- uh, feeds of our podcast. And we do some live watches and some other behind the scenes. Like we have these things on Fridays called lunch with Jim and Aaron's where people can grab a beer and a sandwich. And we do like a 30 minute show where we just talk, we used to talk about something prepared and we, we have the Q and a app on uh, the Google Hangouts where we can take audience participation. And we try to do other fun things like that. Um, you know, to t- kind of show thanks and acknowledgement for the support people give us. And we're excited about that, and the response has been really good. We've been used uh, Patreon and Subbable and Kickstarter in the past, but we thought it was time because Subbable was going away and mm-hmm. s- some mm-hmm. other things to just take this opportunity and use some of our web development know-how to kind of roll our own solution and, and cut out the middleman. And so far, it's been pretty successful, and we want to thank all of our fans for, for all the support they've given us. All I mean, We've had fans that have been with us for years and you know been day one supporters and 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 whether they've been with us from the beginning or whether they just started following us better call saw just really appreciate all the support that they've given us yeah absolutely and and then last question what uh for for people that might be listening to this and maybe thinking about doing a podcast of their own i'm curious what advice would you give them well we just talked about that this morning (laughs) uh i i would say you know what start doing it regardless of what equipment you have. Uh, I, I do think there is a lot of value in sound quality and production, but at the same time, you're never going to get it right the first time. Mm. You got to get your you got to get your reps in. Uh, figure out what your voice is, that kind of thing. And don't worry about an audience at first because it's actually better for no one to be listening to you because yeah. it's probably going to be <laughs> terrible the first few times out. Well, you work <laughs> yeah. out the kinks. Yeah, we definitely went through that. Our, our first episodes were so overcompressed. I was like, I'm going to make it loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, awesome. we did a lot awesome. of a lot of crazy stuff, but yeah, just do that um, and find, find a niche. Find a niche that is you know something that you can be passionate about, and also doesn't have too much competition, so you can get to that new notable spot, which is so important. And mm-hmm. you know, engage your fans and, and community, so they'll 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 help push you to the top with likes and reviews, and keep a consistent schedule. Mm-hmm. Like I see a lot of people doing the. Well, it's supposed to be out Tuesday, but uh, you know we had technical glitches. Ha ha, Wednesday, or it's going to be out Thursday, or oh, we're just going to not have a podcast this week. And that's death, man. You gotta, you 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 don't have to be professional in the sense that you know you can you can podcast in your underwear and you can say fuck, but you got to be professional in the sense of there is a compact between you and the listener. They are giving you your atten- their attention in return for entertainment, and if you you are not consistent in giving them, the, there's lots of other places to go, and don't ever forget that. Awesome. Great advice. Uh, Jim, Aaron from Ball Move, thank you so much for coming on the show, talking with us. You're not too far away from us, so maybe one day Dave and I road trip out to Ohio. We could sit down, have a few beers, and maybe we could record ourselves Get being stupid. Skyline chili. That would be awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Seven way, right? Yep. Awesome. So real quick, <laughs> for, for anybody that might not have heard your podcast, where can they find you? Baldmove.com. Baldmove.com. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great evening. Thank Thanks. you. You too. Thank you. And then that's when we're going to stop recording. And thank you so much, guys. That was very cool. All right, Dave. So that was Jim and Aaron from Bald Move. A couple cool dudes. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're where we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I found uh, I found very interesting, um, just listening to them, just like, you know, the, we always try to talk to people that, that follow their passion. I mean, that's... That takes a lot of balls to to go from being web designers and having that kind of security. Well, and just having, yeah, sec- the whole secure income to... 
just jump into something. Yeah, absolutely. I loved. Uh, I love how. Um, I love how he admitted that you know it was. Um, you know, even they kind of overstretched it, even though they went full time. You know, too many shows can kill you, especially with all the production and such. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's a lot of work. A lot of people don't realize, uh, you know, people that like podcasts at that that level and like really make a go of it. I mean, there's a lot of work involved on. It. It's not just as simple as turning on a microphone and and going for it. Right. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I guess he could make it that simple, but you can make it that simple. I, it sounds like our we don't put a lot of as much work into our podcast as they do. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honestly sitting there thinking, like, how do they put that much time into a podcast? Well. That's why they have Club Ball Move, and we have a website. <laughs> but that's well, each episode. Each episode, yeah. that's so much time. In it. And they gave a lot of really good advice for people that want to get into podcasting because, like I, because like people, you know, they hear me talk about it and they ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, man, like just just fucking do it. But like uh, they gave some really good advice there for anybody that might sit down and start start thinking this. I, I, I mean, they they totally gave the whole, um, yeah, like just start doing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it seems like their advice pretty much is like stay focused and stay on time, and and take it seriously. Yeah, take, <laughs> take it at least a little bit seriously. Yeah, right? I mean, as much as we are, what, what's the, what do you always say, Brian? It's a joke, but it's a joke we take serious. That's right. Right, absolutely. So, a uh, bunch of cool dudes. So hopefully we can get together with them, have uh, have some beers, and maybe yeah. turn on the mics. And I am dead serious about going down there for a Cubs game. That ballpark is awesome. Yeah, it really is. My like, I think it's my favorite ballpark. That or PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Well, I'm I'm not a baseball guy, but maybe I'll go with you and we can invite the uh, Jim and A-Rod. Yeah. A-Rod from Bald Move. And that's going to be it for us. So make sure that you hit us up on Facebook. Twitter. Uh, nothingimportantpodcast.com. All that good stuff. Keep telling your friends. Keep giving us good reviews. And Dave, you can stop recording now. Yeah.